I'm Taka Magero, <laughs> the storyteller. Welcome to my podcast. My badge of honor. Just from taking an image of the one spot that really scarred so badly from the blood withdrawals. I had not taken any images of my wounds. But I said I just need just that one. God always leaves us a bit of ego. I love how gently God is. Because it tells me it's so nice that you've taken that image. Because in this restoration, as you enter your second week of isolation, today is Saturday morning. Shall I say this is my first Saturday? Or shall I say my second Saturday in the house? I will say my first Saturday. The other Saturday came in the evening from hospital. Walking in here panting under that heavy doctor's mask. I'll talk about the doctor's mask another day. All I wanted was to get to my room and remove the damn mask. Oh, but it's not a damn mask. That mask has power. Hmm. Can't start addressing that power now. It is heavy and beautiful. Oh, I'd not taken. And today God tells me softly. Today He tells me I am starting to remove the markings. The markings. He said, Taka, I removed the oxygen line. But you do realize it's not the oxygen line that I removed. I removed lines. I removed limitations. I removed everything that holds you back. You fear. But I didn't remove and leave you empty. I placed myself right there next to you. Because you know so well this cannot be about you. This is about God. But on a personal level, on my small personal intimate two journeys that I do, you know, God, those two moves, those two small ones. I cannot touch your moves, your moves are too big. Those two small ones, you know, you and I, we have had conversations about fear and faith. How you've told me to stop having armchair faith. And you've been begging me. You've been begging me, Lord. Lord, you know you've been begging me to just put my feet on the water. And you know how you begged me. And fear held me back. It held me back. Oh, God, it held me back. Oh, this whole thing might seem as a surprise to people. But this has been our balance, play and conversations about fear. And I will not lie, one day I'll reveal it. A month ago, a month ago, 
I removed my feet and I stepped on water. This is an intimate conversation with me and God. One day I'll talk about it. Oh God, now you sit here. Sometimes I wonder if you're laughing at me and telling me I told you. I just needed you to step. That's all. Just a step. I don't need anything from you. I just needed you to trust me. And that's all. But you needed to do the step. And I would like to say proudly you know the way soldiers come from war and they're proud and they want to show off their wounds. I would like to take a bit of it and see Hey, yeah, where I stepped, eh? Yeah, you know I stepped. But I feel like I can't even flaunt. I can't even flaunt this wound. Because this is the first, that was the first time, not this, that was the first time. I had put fear behind and had stepped. That was our private, small little, it was so small. A small little dance or my dance my dance of faith and fear our dance god of faith and fear i think i've danced this dance my whole life <laughs> so i just woke up from sleep and something told me you don't even know how to flaunt your wounds you've not yet learned how to flaunt your wounds you may never even flaunt your wounds you may carry them so intimately, but at least take one image. You know so well you don't even take credit for this. Because all you know you've been marred by the pain and the wounds and the ah, ah those injections are many. Blood withdrawals three times a day. Ah it had reached a point I was so mechanical about it. It always used to come at five. The first one was five. The technician used to really laugh. He would enter the room. I'll give him my left hand. And I'll give the nurse my right hand. He'll be removing blood or she. I never know who is what nowadays. They are all in PP uniforms. But all I felt was their love. So I just give one hand. Remove blood. Second hand. There's a line to pour in all the medicine. There's a drip and the nurse has arranged over 20 medicines there. She has to come with a list because there's so many. She has to come with a list. If she makes a mistake of coming without her list, she'll mess up. And once you put on a PPE uniform and enter my room, you better have an agenda. You better have an agenda. And those nurses had... Ah, they had agendas. And the agenda, I would like to say, it was to save love. To save my life. But I think their agenda, their agenda was love. One day I'll tell them that I received every injection, everything. I will, I'm not submissive. People in my life will tell you I'm not submissive. But I have never seen a submissive person like that. 
I took every needle. I took every tablet. I took everything they gave me and my body was pumped with all the drugs in this world. I think I took drugs for all the COVID patients in this world. I even had those people pumped drugs. Hey, I know here yes, some dramatic, I've over-dramatized it. But that's how I was seeing it. I was just seeing codes and codes and codes and lines and drips and drips and injection and injection. But the most beautiful thing I used to do. When before they would come in at five and do all this drama, it's, it used to last between five and eight. They would do dripping, 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 but they would be just in my room for almost two hours. And then the final thing they'll put on my side is my breakfast after they've done everything and I've gone to the washroom. It's just drama. And then they display my food nicely. And then I eat. And then immediately I finish eating my they clear the table for me and throw. Have you ever been in a five star hotel while dying? I was in one. My isolation room was the bomb. I even had a my own washroom. Only I used it. Cleaned every time. Just before I slept, somebody must came in and cleaned it. Nothing wasn't dirty. It was always just being cleaned. I had two people who came and changed my sheets daily at 11. And when they changed my sheets, it meant I was, it was my time to shower. And then I would come into a room where the nurses have put cups of hot water and carbon oil aroma. So that when I step out of the washroom, I'm coming into a clean room which has been cleaned. Fresh white sheets, uh, clothes at the end of the table and the clothes didn't fit me. Sorry for another day. And then the room smelling so nice of carbon oil to give a calming effect. All this happened after certain healing. Before that, it was brutal. There was no carbon oil. No one even knew what carbon oil at that time was. It was brutal. Antibiotics 101. Not knowing which antibiotics to put. when they discovered my balance what needed to work what medicines they will do what are my challenges my issues because covid every covid patient is different <sighs> every covid patient has their own symptoms I'm telling you these doctors are genius they know the battles they need to fight and the ones they don't need to fight all the work they did was to find out what are the process illnesses in her whole life, her personal journey. And they had to discover that within a day or two and come up with a plan to save my life. Everything that comes out of you is a manifestation of all the illnesses you've had in your life. So that is why there's no COVID patient who has there are no mirroring symptoms. That's the reason. Everything you've played out in your life, it's played out on that bed. And there are some human geniuses 
who have to establish within two days or so what is your history, what's your story, and what works for you. And if they cannot create a conclusion, things for you, they don't even think they know what they're doing. They're saying, no, we don't know. It's the hand of God at play. They're just vessels. Just vessels. Very submissive. Doctors and nurses are extremely submissive, by the way. They're not arrogant. So when you step into their space, if you want to get on alive, one quality you have to develop in you is submission. That is the only thing that rules. Because they are in a space where they know it's bigger than them. My wound. I still don't know how to admire you. I still don't know how to flaunt you. I still don't know if I'll ever even flaunt you. I still don't know if I'm worthy of flaunting a wound. One thing I'm learning in this season, I don't have to figure out everything today. And that is why I'm doing the voice notes. I'm just downloading what I'm experiencing. Not necessarily trying to make sense of it now. No. I'm yet to finish my master's. I can download what I'm thinking and experiencing now. And it can make sense in December. Who knows? I have one semester to go in Strathmore. <laughs>